What is going on, my peoples? Welcome to Short Form the Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Amazing Face Loper. Thanks for joining me. I hope everyone has had a fantastic weekend. The weather in New York has been uh, not too bad. I uh, shan't complain much this time, although it feels like we've gone from a coolish kind of cold spring to summer. Just right into it. No, no ands, ifs, or buts there. For this episode, I wanted to talk about what seems to be driving a lot of America right now. And I've talked about this in different ways in previous episodes. But today I want to talk about our mindset and how what we're thinking has such a profound impact on the choices that we make throughout our day. And I know this is, again, a lot of things that I talk about are not, are not the most profound Neil deGrasse Tyson cosmic thinking type of ideals, but at the same time, I think that's what we're missing are the, you know, the foundational aspects of how we get through life in such an anxiety, fear-driven world. The clock is ticking, so we are off to the races. And I'm going to start off with this simple line of text that I found in an article on psychology today. And again, I'm going to jump right in with a Captain Obvious statement, so bear with me. No one can choose your thoughts or actions. Those are yours alone. Pretty simple. No one can choose your thoughts or actions. What does that mean, though? What does that mean? Well, one of my favorite quotes is from Seneca. And he says, very simply, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. So in other words, what goes on in our mind feels like the real world. And that makes a lot of sense because it's our own mind. What goes on upstairs is very much what we think is actually happening around us. And a lot of times it is. I'm not saying we're crazy. Not, not totally. What happens in our heads is what defines our actions and more so than we think. Right. And just right off the top, let me give you this really simple example. So road rage in America is just off the charts high right now. There's been a significant increase in it. So let's use that as an example to get us started with this, this concept. You're going to work, you're driving in your car, maybe there's traffic, whatever. Well, what, maybe there's traffic, there's traffic. You're driving along and you get cut off. It's ridiculous. There was no reason for it, but it happened. Now, because you're stressed, you're running late, maybe you're already in traffic, you're already not wanting to be in traffic, and someone cut you off and you had to swerve and maybe honk your horn or something like that. For the next 20-something minutes, 30-something minutes of your commute, you're stewing about being cut off in traffic. Can't believe the arrogance of that. Everybody's trying to get to the same place. There's nothing special about this guy. What is, what is their problem? Go to work. As you're going in, you basically ignore everybody around you. You don't talk to anyone, you know, head down, pissed off at the world because of this. You go into work, and then as you go in, you look at your desk, and you're thinking, this desk is a mess. Look at these reports. Look at all these papers that aren't filed correctly. You totally forgot about something that was waiting for you that now has even made you more frustrated. But you see where I'm stepping in? One thing happened that was out of your control. Very important to acknowledge that. And as a result, 
your mind went down the rabbit hole, started snowballing all these negative thoughts. And by the time you get to your destination, you're just annoyed with everything, pissed off, you're frustrated. Same scenario. You're driving, you're stuck in traffic, someone cuts you off. You're angry about it at first, but then maybe a couple minutes in, you decide, you know what? I'm not going to give that person the satisfaction of thinking about them anymore. I'm still in traffic. I'm not injured. I didn't cause an accident. Like everything is fine. I'm going to go on with my day. Their behavior is on them. You listen to some awesome music. You start singing to your favorite Taylor Swift song. By the time you get to work, you're in a pretty good mood, actually. You know, traffic sucks still, but you're at work. You say hi to the door guy couple people in the lobby, maybe you even stop by someone's office on the way in because you haven't said anything to them in a couple of days. But the difference is you're not choosing to let your anger overwhelm you, which is now informing every decision that you make and is actually making circumstances seem 10 times, 20 times worse. Another example of how our mind controls our actions has a massive influence on the choices that we make is you deciding what you want to do with your life. Could be goals, could be simple things like I'm going to clean up this closet today to I'm planning for this summit of Mount Everest in six months, like whatever, everything in between. If your mindset is you open that closet door and you're thinking, oh, crap. I'm never going to get this closet clean. Look at all this stuff. Like I have to go through these boxes and I've got to decide what to do with those. And I have to put these aside because I have to ask so-and-so if I can get rid of this. I want to sell that, but then my mom might get mad at me, like all these things, right? So immediately you're self-defeating. Are you ever going to actually clean that closet? No. Why? Because your mind has already told you you can't do it. And the same thing goes for like a big, hairy, audacious goal like summiting Mount Everest. If you tell yourself, I can't get there, there is no way I will ever be able to climb that mountain. There's no way I can even get to base camp two. Guess what? You're probably not going to. In fact, you might actually give up before you even start the attempt. Why? Because your brain told you it was reality. The reality that you cannot do it. Which leads me to one of my favorite quotes from Henry Ford. And I think this, everyone knows this one. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. How incredibly simple is that? If you think you can, you're right. You can. Because you've told yourself you can. If you think you can't, you're right. You can't because you've told yourself you can't. Now, again, I'm going back to the uh, Psychology Today article. What we control and where we really start to create our reality is in how we perceive, interpret, think about the events in our life that generate our feelings about those events and how we subsequently respond with our behavior, which is exactly what I was saying in those examples. Something happens and how we either perceive it, interpret it, think about it, snowball about it, whatever it is, generates our feelings, our emotions about that moment, which subsequently is what informs our behavior. So in other words, your thoughts become 
your reality. If you think that guy had no right cutting me off, and I'm going to tell everybody about like, I'm so pissed off about this. I'm so sick of people cutting me off in this traffic. That's how your day is going to go. Why? Because he cut you off? No, because you've chosen to fixate on it and let it dominate your mind and let it drive your emotions. Again, this isn't, this isn't groundbreaking, holy crap stuff. This is exactly what it sounds like. No brainer. But here's the thing. A lot of things have changed. I'm going to go back to like using fitness as an example. A lot of things have improved over the years in our understanding of fitness and nutrition and how they work. But what hasn't changed is this. If you want to have a better body, you want to be in better shape, you want to take better care of yourself, you want to have a better future self, you need to eat right and you need to exercise. Those principles haven't changed probably in the last hundred years. It's the same thing for what I'm talking about, but here's the thing. You actually have to do it. You actually have to eat right and you, then you have to exercise. You have to go through the paces. The same thing is what, what we're talking about today. If you're anxious and you're fear-driven or anger-driven or rage-driven, then that's what's going to inform your choices. That is actually what's going to be your reality. And using that Psychology Today reference or article as a reference, you can't stop things from happening to you. That's not what this is about. And this is also something I've talked about in a previous episode about understanding you're not a victim. Things can happen that are a victimization. Thus, the event, being cut off in traffic, you're kind of a victim, right? But sometimes there's more tragic or more dramatic things that happen to us. I'm not saying that's to be discounted, but at a certain point, it ends, and now you're left with the aftermath. So putting all this together, what really drove this is that it's tax season, which every time I say that makes me think of that Bugs Bunny episode. Duck season, wabbit season, duck season, wabbit season. If you don't like Looney Tunes, you should probably stop listening to this podcast because Looney Tunes are like the foundation of life. I'm not going to lie. But it's tax season, and this is a stressful time for hundreds of millions of Americans. Like, this is April is probably like the worst month. Once you are past the age of 18, nobody likes this month because it's tax season. You have to pay the government your dues, and it sucks. I'm not going to lie. But we're not going to go down that rabbit hole about taxes. But this is usually when we start to understand, oh, I should have made better decisions. I should have saved some more money. I should have put more into my uh, retirement accounts, my investment accounts. I shouldn't have spent that money on this thing. Or, you know, you should have just put more money into savings, like whatever. This is the part where it's like, ah, the aftermath of what we did and didn't do comes comes to the front because the U.S. government is tapping its foot. And it's intimidating as hell. And all of the different complicated laws and all the different, you know, types of taxations and, and forms and, and files and blah, blah, blahs is really intimidating. And most people in the 21st century, we still don't even know how to do it well. We have to have a professional step in and pay them hundreds of dollars to do it. It's wonderful. Point being is that there's a lot of anxiety and fear right now. And we tend to beat ourselves up. Well, here's the thing. One of the best things to do 
when fear and anxiety, this is how we're going to make it actionable, is identify what is and is out of your control. So this is how we're going to make a plan of attack to make something actionable to make changes. First of all, identify what is and is not in your control. Because a lot of times what we'll find is, yes, something's anxious and maybe the outcome is uncertain, but in truth, you may have more influence than you think you do, but what is outside of your control is probably not as bad as you think. Again, with taxes, let's say that you didn't put enough money aside, so that sucks. You can't pay the full bill, but here's the thing. There are IRS repayment plans that will allow you to do that, which is not the most optimal situation, but at the same time, you're not going to go to jail. The world's not going to fall apart. You're going to move on. Another thing you can do is to reframe your uncertainty. And this is the uncertainty of, again, we're not sure what the outcome is, so we just assume it's going to be bad. We assume that the outcome is negative because it's uncertain. But again, that's not reality. Just because it's uncertain doesn't mean it's going to turn out bad. You might actually pay less taxes. Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. In other words, you can't control the future, but you have to trust the fact that you're going to figure it out. The last thing you can do, or one of the last things you can do here, is listen to what your sense of uncertainty is telling you. And usually that means there's something personally affecting you that you haven't quite figured out. We're sensitive to something. We don't quite get something. And it's fear-based because it's new. It's uncertain. Well, that's what we need to do. We need to dig into that. Where your fear is, is where your task is. I think that's Carl Jung, but I think I bastardized the quote. But the point is, if you know you're scared of something, then embrace that fear and say, okay, I need to figure this out. That's where I need to go. Instead of running from it, run towards it. I hope this was helpful, as always. But the point of all of this is to be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your mindset, and don't let anxiety, fear, doubt, disbelief drive your choices, drive your emotions, because you're going to make bad decisions and very possibly make worse choices because of it, because you're allowing that fear to overwhelm you. Pay your taxes, move on, make better choices financially, and don't be afraid of it next year. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends, tell your tax advisor, your CPA about the show. I appreciate it. Best wishes for the week ahead, and I'll talk to you guys next time.